Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am your host, Shelby Rose. And today I have an episode I'm really excited to share because since this conversation with Randy Lee, who is a human design and gene keys expert, she is a mentor, a coach, and just an incredible human being all around. But she really unlocked the gene keys for me. It's something that has continued to show up in my awareness. I've literally had the book sitting on my shelf for about a year. I have had the audiobook for three years, but in the past few months, it's just been something that keeps circling back and showing up. And it's felt really overwhelming for me. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what the gene keys are. We're going to talk about that in this episode. But to me, they felt really overwhelming because I was like, I don't really know how to use this. It's this huge book of these different keys. I don't get how they apply to me. And so before we dive into today's episode, I have a few recommendations for you before you listen to this episode. Number one, get the Gene Keys physical book. Um, I've had the audio book for about three years, like I said. And to me, it was just like too hard to try to find your specific gene keys because as Randy's going to talk about in this episode, there are some keys that are specifically highlighted for you based on your human design profile. And to me, having that physical book where I can just flip to the page to find that key and read a little bit more about it has really been illuminating for me. So I am going to link the physical book in the show notes. Um, just so you guys know, when you guys purchase it through my link, I get a little bit of a kickback. I'm saying this for transparency's um, sake, but also if you're going to go purchase it, use my link. The second um, recommendation I have before we dive into this episode is that you go to thegenekeys.com forward slash free dash profile. I'm going to also link that in the show notes for you guys and get your profile. So as she's talking through these different sequences, you can understand how it applies to you. Now that profile is going to feel a little overwhelming until you get the book. Um, To me, having that book, it was just like, a perfect reference because you can, unless you really know the gene keys well, um, just having that profile that you have will be like, I don't know, looking at human design and not understanding any of the information, right? If you've ever seen a human design chart, it's confusing. And I feel the same way about the gene keys until you have that reference book. So 
that's what I recommend. Randy's going to break it down for us. She's going to talk to us about the different sequences, the different um, ways that we can use the gene keys, the different ways to use the book. And it was a really helpful episode for me. So I know that you guys are going to enjoy it. Before we dive into this conversation, I do want to give you guys a few quick announcements. Number one, I have a free event happening starting on 11-11. It is going to be a moving from fear to love. And I'm feeling really called to this one because I always feel like I'm teaching and which is something I actually learned in um, the gene keys is that I'm always, I always have to experience the things firsthand that I teach as wisdom. And so oftentimes things are birthed out of my own experiences. And um, I have had to transition out of a really fear-based place the past few months and bring a lot of stuff to the surface myself. And I feel like the collective is in this very fear-based, uncertain place right now. And I want to give you guys a container and a totally free resource. This is going to be a 21-day free experience where you can shift out of that place where you feel stuck and stagnant and like you can't move forward or that you have this crippling fear or that, you know, doom and gloom, the world is ending, right? There's a lot of this energy in the collective. And I want to teach you guys how to transmute it, how to move through it, how to continue building a beautiful magical, miraculous life for yourself. And there's going to be a ton of tools and resources in this container. I'm going to talk to you guys about how boundaries are an expression of love, how to take back your personal power, how to shift out of those fear-based places. There's going to be a ton of really incredible content. So you definitely want to get in this. You can go to my website, shelbyrose.com, or I'm going to also link it in the show notes. Um, the second announcement I have is that on, I think I said the dates wrong at, at some point in time, but actually on Thanksgiving day, the most extended payment plans for the Colorado retreat, which is, which is happening May of 2022. You guys, we're going to come together in person again. Finally, I know you guys have been craving this. I know I have been craving this with a sisterhood, with like-minded peers and connect transform, transcend, um, all of the limiting beliefs, all the fear stories, all the stuff, the shit that's holding us back in a really safe and beautiful container. I love hosting in-person events. I think that I have a real gift for bringing people together and creating a space where everyone feels seen and heard. And I would love if you feel called for you to be a part of this. That being said, um, you can sign up anytime up until the retreat, but those Payment plans are nice so that you don't have to fork out that big lump sum all at once. Um, you can get in for under 200 bucks a month right now with those extended payment plans. Um, there's also one in Minnesota coming up for those of you who are in Minnesota. Um, both are in 2022, one's in May, one's in September. Uh, so if you have felt called to come to either of those, just keep that in mind that there are two in-person events for 2022. Okay. Let's dive into this conversation with Brandy and thanks for being here, you guys. Well, Randy, thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to dive into this conversation. It's a topic that I have been, and it just keeps popping up for me. We we're just talking about this, but it keeps showing up for me and I feel like I found the perfect person to explain it. So before we dive into everything, Gene Keys, human design, all the fun things, could you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are and how you got into what you're doing today. Aloha, Shelby. I am so grateful to be here and so excited to share 
the beautiful wisdom of the Gene Keys with you and your listeners. And what got me into the work that I'm doing now is really it's been like a lifelong search to find who I am. You know, and if you're familiar with human design, I am a 6-2 sacral generator and I have an undefined G center. So like the searching for like my identity, my sense of self, my sense of purpose, it's really been a lifelong journey. And that's really what led me to human design and then to the gene keys. So I started my business in 2018 and I actually was a self-love coach and was coaching women to, you know, really find peace with their bodies, really find deep self-love and acceptance within themselves. And it was based on my own journey through loving and accepting my body. And what I discovered was as these women started to find that love for themselves, they wanted to share it with others. They wanted to like step into more of their true purpose. And so they started asking me, hey, how do I do this? How do I start a business? And then I naturally just became a business coach organically. It wasn't something I had ever planned or uh, you know, expected. It just happened organically. But what I found when I became a business coach was I had lost that identity that I had as a self-love coach. It was rooted in my own experience. It was really rooted in who I was. And I started to look outside of myself for like, okay, like give me direction. Like what is, what is a business coach? What do I need to be? And so I started to be like all of the other business coaches because I thought that's what was going to lead me to a successful business. And it really was, I was showing up in so many ways that were inauthentic, that didn't feel good. And I really lost that spark that I had in the beginning of my business when I was a self-love coach. Because I was just, and I, you know, when I was a self-love coach, I grew my business really quickly because I was just being myself. I was sharing my story. I was really in alignment. And then when I shifted, everything kind of fell out of place. And so I found human design when I was kind of like at the bottom of, like, where do I go from here as a business coach? Mm -hmm. It doesn't, nothing feels right. Like I've hired all the coaches. I've done all the money courses. I've done all the, you know, and it just doesn't feel right. Like where somebody give me some direction. And that's when human design found me. And I found that I was, you know, in so many ways, not living in alignment with my design. And I, I, you know, actually resisted human design for a while because I was so, felt so complex. It's like, um, I don't have the time to try to learn that, but it kept on showing up. Kind of like the gene keys are showing up for you now, right? It's like, it just keeps on showing <laughs> yes. up. It's like, hey, you need to look into this. You need to like, check this out. And so I finally was like, okay, I surrender. Let me like dive into this and really given, you know, explore my human design. And last year in 2020, you know, when everything started to shut down, that's really when I actually was like, 100%, I'm following my strategy, I'm following my authority, like I surrendered to it. So like for about like, I would say, like six months, I was just learning the information, but I wasn't really like, I was dabbling with it, but I hadn't really like been like, okay, this works all of the time. 
You know, it was just kind of like, let me select when I want to follow my strategy, select when I want to follow my inner authority. And it wasn't like fully embodying it, which as a six line, that's so important for me is to like really be embodying this and be a role model. And so to, you know, last year, 2020, I finally was like, okay, 100% I'm all in. And when I went all in, that's actually when the gene keys started to like the gene keys has or had always kind of been in the background in my human design journey but like they came to the foreground because it was like i really was so deeply committed to understanding my design to embodying it and i was like i want to learn more about these gates and i never felt like in human design i had a clear understanding of the gates and the channels and so in the gene keys, you know, they're related to human design because they both have uh, the, the, the gates of the in human design come from the 64 hexagrams of the I Ching. And the, the gene keys are based on the 64 hexagrams of the I Ching. And so the gene keys were actually born out of human design, but it is a completely separate and standalone system. But when I really decided to go in depth, that's when the gene keys really came alive for me because the gene keys are meant to be explored. They're meant to be lived. It's not going to tell you what to do like human design will. It's meant to be explored and to unlock that wisdom through living it. And I was really only open to receiving the gene keys when I was open to fully like experiencing my design and embodying it. So fascinating. So I had no idea that they were linked together. So you said that, I just want to clarify this for my own brain, that the gene keys are almost like the channels in human design. They're like the gates, basically. The, okay, like the, the gates. gates. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so like the gates in human design come from the I Ching. So the I Ching is like ancient Chinese wisdom. It's known as the book of changes. And so it, it's been, been used as an oracle, really maps out like these 64 archetypes of like patterns of human behavior and with it mapped with astrology, which is what, you know, basically human design has brought together these different systems and now can like, can map these 64 archetypes and how they're related to the activations with the planets and, you know, how they are then activated in different centers of our body. So like the channels actually come from the tree of life. So that's what actually like connects the circuitry and the different gates in our body. But the gates themselves come from the I Ching, from those hexagrams. So the gene keys are the same, like they come from the same I Ching, like that same book of changes. But what Richard Rudd, the creator of the gene keys did, is he expanded on it by creating what we call a spectrum of consciousness. So each of the 64 hexagrams has, and what we call the gene keys, has a shadow, a gift, and a city. So the shadow is like, they're all different frequencies, different expressions of the way that this archetype can be expressed. So the shadow is like the lower frequency. It's a frequency that's rooted in fear. It's rooted in separation. You know, it's really like, really actually the shadows, there's nothing wrong with the shadows themselves. It's more of our reaction to the shadows that creates the suffering, that creates the challenge in our life. 
Because the shadows, their purpose is really to activate us into a higher frequency. So the core teaching of the jinkies is that every shadow contains a gift. So every shadow that we have actually contains this beautiful gift that's waiting to be unlocked when we allow, accept, and embrace those shadows in our life. So instead of like ignoring them, bypassing them, trying to get rid of them, we hold space for them, right? Like we nurture them. We, We sit with them so we can see what they're there to unlock in our lives. And that's how then we move into that higher frequency, which is the gift, which is like the frequency of open-heartedness. And the shadow's still there, but we're, we're leveraging it in a way that it, it's more open-hearted. And then finally, we have the city, which is the highest expression. And this is like spiritual realization, enlightenment. It's really, you know, we don't get from the... We don't get to the, from the gift to the city the same way we got from the shadow to the gift. Like there's no striving. There's no pushing. The goal for our, for us isn't even to try to reach for the city. It's really just to like create that space, nurture that space where these cities can come down, can be, can become known as our true essence, because that's what they really are. Like these cities, the highest expression, it's our soul's true essence. And so this journey is about continuously allowing, accepting, and embracing your shadow so you can release that gift and allow the cities to emerge. Okay. I love this. And I'm, I'm curious if you can bring it in as like an example so that people can kind of say, Oh, I see how that would work out in my life. Like something that someone would be going through something that they would be experiencing and how each of those phases would kind of apply. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I think one that can be really easy to understand is the gene key 54, which is my life's work. So In the Gene Keys, we have a hologenetic profile that comes from both your birth date and those 88 degrees before your birth. So that's also like part of the wisdom that the Gene Keys took from human design is this understanding of our conscious and our unconscious design. So we have this hologenetic profile that incorporates different planetary positions from both your birth date and your design date. So your design date is like that 88 degrees before you were born. It's like your unconscious design. So it has different what we call spheres that are related to, you know, conscious elements of your chart and unconscious elements. So your life's work comes from your conscious sun. This is like the biggest energy in your chart. And so mine is in the 54th gene key. And the shadow of 54 is greed. And when I saw that at the top of my chart, I cried. I was like, what? I'm supposed to allow and accept and embrace greed in my life? Like, that feels like like wrong. Like, I need to get rid of that. Like, I don't want anyone to know that greed is one of my shadows. Like, I need to try to do everything that I can to try to get rid of that. Mm. And so I spent a long time in my journey trying to get rid of greed and not seeing the beautiful gift that it is in my life because greed is really like a hunger for more. It's a desire for more. 
And at the shadow frequency, it's a de desire for just material, you know, just more things on the outside, because we think that that's going to be, you know, where we find what we, what we really desire. The highest expression of 54 is ascension. You know, what we're really searching for is, is to ascend, is to, you know, fully realize ourselves in the physical form. But at the shadow, we get caught in just the material searching, right? Just searching for material things, accumulating things materially. And, but the higher expression of that is aspiration. And greed is still there, but it's, it's aspiring to something beyond just myself, right? Like, I still have the greed, I still have that hunger, but it's not just for me anymore. And you know, greed is what brought me deep into gene keys. Like I was so greedy for more and more, like it kept me searching, but it was this search that was no longer just about attaining things outside of me. It really was this quest for ascension you know, to fully realize my fullest potential. And so it was only when I embraced greed fully that I've been able to see the gift that is within it. And there's no way now that I would ever want to get rid of greed. That's fascinating. To think of it that way, to shift it to, and, and it makes so much sense when you explain it out. But I think, like you said, there's that, oh, that shadow. So how do we, when, when we're looking at the gene keys, how do we know which ones that are design are, I don't know what you say the word would be, but how do we know what we hold for those specific keys? Or is it kind of like we're fluid? Does it change? Or is it like human design where this is your makeup and this is kind of your framework that you're living by? Yeah, that's a great question. So we actually contain all 64 of these gene keys in every cell of our body. So it's related to our physical DNA. That's why they're called the gene keys, because we're really unlocking a higher frequency in our DNA. So you actually contain all 64 of these archetypes within you, but there are gonna be certain archetypes, it's almost like they're highlighted, right? They're like, okay, this one, maybe like, just look at this one a little bit closer. And so that's your hologenetic profile. It's this, you know, it, it's hard to explain, like, if, you, if, you're, if you're just listening. But if you haven't gotten your Gene Keys profile, you can get it for free at GeneKeys.com. There's a little tab that says free, free profile. Go there, and you're going to see this hologenetic profile. And it's going to have different spheres that will have different words, three different words, the shadow, the gift, and the city that relate to that specific sphere. And so within that hologenetic uh, profile, there are three different sequences that make up what we call the golden path. So the first sequence is your activation sequence. And this is about unlocking your genius, about unlocking your purpose and grounding you into the physical plane. So this is made up of your life's work, your evolution, your radiance, and your purpose. So your life's work and evolution, these come from your conscious sun and earth. And then your radiance and your purpose come from your unconscious sun and earth. 
So if you're familiar in human design, these are the same gates that make up your incarnation cross. But it goes deeper because what it does is it tells you what you're here to do. That's your life's work. What you're here to learn. That's your evolution. What keeps you healthy, like your inner light and where you shine it. That's your radiance. And then what deeply fulfills you and what quality of consciousness you're here to bring to your life's work. That's your purpose. And so that's the activation sequence. And so once we've grounded ourselves on the physical plane and we've unlocked what we call our four prime gifts in the activation sequence, your life's work, evolution, radiance, purpose, those are your four prime gifts. Once we've unlocked those, we move into the next sequence, which is called the Venus sequence. And the Venus sequence is all about opening up your heart and healing through relationships. It goes into the core wounding that occurred in childhood that has caused you to start closing down your heart. So it's really like doing this deep inner child work to open up your heart so that you can lead with an open heart. Because that's what allows us to then move into the final sequence, which is the pearl sequence, which is all about prosperity. But we can only really unlock true prosperity when we're, when we're entering with an open heart. And so prosperity really is different than wealth. You know, prosperity is about open heartedness. It's not about just accumulating, right? It's about having enough that you need to fulfill your purpose and then you're consciously circulating you know instead of accumulating out of fear and scarcity and so when we come into the pearl it's really about simplicity and unlocking prosperity through service so those are the three sequences in your uh, in your hologenetic profile so for those sequences we'd have a gene key that's kind of like highlighted for each of those steps along the way. Exactly. So the Venus sequence is made up of actually six different spheres. So okay. like in your activation sequence, you have your life's work, your radiance, or sorry, your life's work, your evolution, your radiance, your purpose. And then in the Venus sequence, actually the first sphere is the purpose. So the last sphere of the activation sequence is the first sphere of the Venus but we're now looking at our purpose as like our purpose in relationships. And then we have our attraction, which is like, what is like the, like what we're attracting into our lives and what is that deeper purpose? So we're like unlocking our Dharma mm -hmm. and starting to look at our karma and like these patterns that we're here to learn from in relationships. And then we go back through our childhood, starting with our IQ. And our IQ is developed between 14 and 21. And this is like a mental pattern that like holds, it's like defense patterns that you develop that like hold back your emotions. You know, so when you start to feel those emotions, it's like your IQ can then be triggered because it's like, I don't want to feel those. Let me like, you know, get defensive. And this IQ, this sphere is what, when we really do this work to, um, look at these mental patterns. It's what shatters our low self-esteem and our low self-worth. And then we get into our EQ, which is our emotional intelligence. And that's developed between 7 and 14. And then we move into our SQ, which is our spiritual quotient. This is about like feeling like deeply safe in our body. And that's developed between 0 and 7. 
And then we move even further. The last sphere is what's called our core wound. And our core wound actually develops in utero, like before we're even born. We develop this core wound. And this core wound is really, when we enter into the pearl sequence, it becomes our vocation. So our core wound actually becomes our zone of genius. It becomes this like core talent that we're here to bring to our life's work when we have, again, the courage to go there, heal it, and open up our heart. Okay, so for someone who is looking at their chart right now, I'm curious, what, how does that core wound get developed and what would that look like? I, I wanna get more examples in here and maybe you can pull this from my chart too because I'm super curious. Totally, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like selfishly, I wanna learn. <laughs> absolutely, so your vocation, your core wound is in 33.6. So your core wound is related to the shadow of forgetting. So this is really related to forgetting who we are, forgetting mm, the truth oh my God. of who we are. <laughs> and also, you have a line six. I have a line six core wound. And the mm. line six core wound is separation. So like, think about like forgetting and separation, right? It's like feeling separate, forgetting that like, you know, you really are connected to all things. You really are, you know, a like an emanation of the divine. You know, like we forget this is part of that process that we go through in this journey. One of those trials is forgetting, mm -hmm. you know? So really what you're here to do is then like the gift of that is mindfulness, that's right? So, so that's like, yeah. Tell me how that resonates for you. Well, just the forgetting. I'm like, I'm literally, that's that 100% resonates. And then it's like the forgetting. And I could see maybe the other side of that being like helping one, myself, remember who the fuck I am, but also others do the same. And then the separation part is really interesting because I have this like pattern that shows up of like, I don't belong, I don't belong, I don't belong anywhere, I don't belong yes. in any groups, I don't belong in any of this, or this, or this. And that so it's literally the story of my life. Like, <laughs> not with my undefined G center. It was like, I'm searching for lovability. I don't yes. feel like I ever have a place to belong. Like I just felt, I, I felt separate from my family. Like, because I grew up in a very, like my family was Mormon. They still are. I knew I wasn't from a very young age. So it was like all this separation, like it was like, it's the theme of my life. And when wow. I saw that was my core wound, it was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, because it runs so deep, you know, and it's, and it's almost like, again, I can't even trace it back to a specific time that it happened because it, it was imprinted before I was even born. Oh my God, that, that resonates so much. Cause I'm like, yeah, there's like things that have happened along the way, but nothing like the forgetting part of mine. I'm like, I, un I don't understand where that came from because there's nothing that should have created that in my, you know, there's experiences that maybe amplified it, but nothing big that created it. And so it was such an, a mind fuck to be like, well, where did this come from? <laughs> Yeah. And it literally has come from, you know, this core wound that has been imprinted before we were even born. So it's like imprinted in, in this 88 degrees before we were born, you know, it's imprinted in the body, in the vehicle. 
And that's part of our journey of being human is like, we come into this vehicle with this wounding, Mm -hmm. but it's actually what then becomes our gift that we get to share with the world. And it's what actually like, you know, drives a lot of our evolution and our lot of, a lot of our growth, right. Is, is this wounding. And it's knowing that we're like perfect, even in that, you know, that mm-hmm. each one of us has this wound specifically that we're here to heal, not just for ourselves, but for the collective, because each time one of us has the courage to heal our core wound, it's like this ripple effect that goes out into the collective. So I really see the work of the Venus sequence as you know, the deepest work that we can really do for ourselves and for others, because we're healing these ancestral patterns, you know, we're healing these deep traumas that a lot of times just come with being a spiritual being in a physical body, you know, but we're like, as we do that, we then remember who we are. We like come back into that feeling of oneness and connection with all things. Mm, I love that. So as we're going through this journey of the three different areas, would you say for people who are starting with the gene keys, is it best to focus on those first ones? Do you focus on all of them at the same time? Do you approach one at a time? Like, what would you encourage someone to do to understand how to utilize the gene keys in their own life? Absolutely. And this is a question I get quite often. And really, there's no right or wrong answer because that's the beauty of the gene keys is it's not a system like human design that says, okay, first you need to start following your strategy and authority. And like, because in human design, there's no types, there's no strategy, there's no authority. You know, like there's like, if you're a reflector, there's nothing about you have to wait 28 days to make a decision. You know, like none of that, like it really is bringing in this like contemplative approach where you start inquiring and asking, you know, profound questions to unlock this wisdom in your everyday life, to start to see these archetypes come alive so that you can unlock the wisdom for yourself. So there's so many ways that we can enter into the gene keys. And if you want more of a structured approach, then I definitely suggest starting with the activation sequence because it's going to give you that structure to really understand the foundation of your chart, which is your four prime gifts, you know, but you can also buy the gene keys book and use it as an Oracle and just open it up and read, you know, Oh, okay. Today, the 23rd, like is speaking to me. Let me read and explore that, you know, cause like I said, we have all of this mm. at a cellular level. So, Really, you know, what I found for myself is I used to want that structure so much, like, especially when I, I'm like, okay, let me learn all the things. Let me like go through it step by step. But now that I've been in it, it's like, even my attachment to my own profile, like has faded away because I see literally all of these archetypes coming alive in my life. And so it's less about like, oh, I'm a life's work 54.6. And it's what is present in my reality right now? Maybe right now what's coming up is, you know, the 48th, the shadow of inadequacy. Like that's actually transiting right now in while we're in Mercury retrograde. And so that's been like 
a central theme that I've witnessed in myself and my clients and, you know, is, is this feeling of inadequacy, like this imposter syndrome specifically popping up while this, this archetype has been transiting. And so well, like when I'm just fascinating. Like what's coming up, right. Then I can just like use that and unlock the wisdom that is in every single moment. I'm so fascinated. So can you actually see when some of the gene key, like, do you have a way that you can find out what's coming up just like you do in astrology? What's happening? Where? Oh, totally. Oh my yeah, gosh. Totally. So you can go to, um, if you go to like Jovian archive and you search like today's transits, it'll show you exactly the gates that are like active in the different planetary positions. And then if you um, have a membership to genetic matrix, which is like what I, what I suggest if you're a human design reader and you want to like easily have a way to like pull charts, genetic matrix is, matrix is incredible. They have so many different functions. And one of them is this calendar where you can then actually like say, I want to see what's going to be activated like a week from now or a month from now or next year. Like I can put in a date and I can see exactly what's going to be the energy of that day. Whoa, that's fascinating. It's like another tool. Yeah, it's to really know. amazing. It's like another tool. And so really like, it's oh. like, what speaks to you? You know, what, like, what calls to you? And if you're coming from human design, like use your inner authority to guide you, you know, how you want to explore the gene keys because there literally is no wrong way to do it. Mm, I love this. Any words of advice or wisdom as you've used these, you've integrated a lot of them, you're, you know, always going back and reflecting and asking questions. Is there any, anything that comes through that you really want to share when it comes to the gene keys? I mean, I think what continues to come up every time that I teach about the gene keys, I work with clients with the gene keys is understanding that our shadows themselves are a divine gift, mm -hmm. you know, so you can even put the word divine in front of each word for the shadow, you know, so for instance, you have, um, for your life's work, it's the sixth gene key and the shadow is conflict. So even putting divine conflict, you know, like starting to see how conflict is actually, you know, the highest expression of six is peace. You know, so it goes from conflict to diplomacy to peace. And so in conflict is the seed for diplomacy. You know, and so when we can see that the shadow itself is a divine gift, we can really start to unlock the wisdom that is in every challenge. You know, every every trigger is really just an activation, a potential activation to a higher level of consciousness. Mm. It's so funny we're having this conversation today. I'm like, oh, I've had all the triggers today. <laughs> <laughs> like all the activations today. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So not being afraid of the shadows, not being afraid of those, those words and really embracing them and saying, okay, when these things show up in my life or when I'm feeling these certain things or when I'm noticing that this is coming up, what is it here to show me? What is it here to guide me to? It's really the, it's, it's yeah, the guide I just to be with it, you know, and 
and shift my perspective around it to not see it as something that's bad or something that I need to get rid of, you know, like when conflict comes up, it's like amazing. You know, what, where is the opportunity for diplomacy in this? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where is the opportunity for peace to be even more fully realized? You know, cause in the city, like this in the city, the, the gift and the shadow are also in the city. Like the sit, like it's all actually one. It's just at the shadow level that we feel that separation, right? That we feel separate from the city. And so then it's, it's our then perspective on that, our reaction to these shadows that creates the struggle, the suffering, when really it's, it's, it's all one, you know? And so when we can see that conflict is really leading us to peace, you know, we can trust in that. Um, one of your, your evolution is 36 and the shadow is turbulence, so you have conflict and turbulence. So like you can like, oh my God, like you can just imagine, right? Like that can, you know, create like a challenge in your life. I'm laughing. I'm like, yeah, this. Right? You're like, yes. <laughs> but like the, the gift of 36 is humanity. And the highest expression is compassion. And really the only way that we can get to compassion is by, you know, having those experiences of turbulence in our lives, mm. right? Like compassion is one of the cities that's like the most grounded actually that we can really experience because it comes from those turbulent times that we've experienced. And through that, like we can find compassion for others because we're like, oh my God, I, I, I've been through that. I went through that. Like, and we, that's how we find that compassion, that one teared me up a little bit. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, it's so true. It's, I've went through, I've gone through a very turbulent season and I'm just like, what is this here for? What is this? And it's brought a lot to the surface, but it's, it's interesting that that's also part of this, the highlighted parts for me. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a line one there. And so line one is all about self and empowerment. So it's like, how can you even like, you know, even give that compassion to yourself, you know, like to see your own humanity, you know, and to give compassion to that, right? And, and, and feel empowered in that of like, okay, yeah, I've been through this turbulent time, but that can deepen you into that humanness, that humanity and that compassion, you know, for yourself first. And then that, that's when it's going to flower for others. Mm. Amazing. That makes sense. <laughs> Little nuggets I needed today. Anything else that you're pulling from, you know, or that you want to share when it comes to Gene Keys, human design, all the things? I know there's so much that I probably don't even know to ask. Um, otherwise, I want to be mindful of your time here. And, you know, we both have moves to move. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things I could share about the Gene Keys, but I feel like really just starting, you know, having the courage to look at these patterns, like I said, can be the deepest work that we can do for ourselves and for others. You know, I've seen my relationships transform, not because, you know, other people are in into the jinkies like I am, but because I'm showing up in a different way. Yeah. You know, so we can literally transform our relationships with just one person. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Like my entire relationship with my mother has been completely transformed. And, you know, recently I started to share little things with her about the gene keys, but you know, she's not really like into it and like doing, like, I'll just share little pieces of wisdom of like what's coming up, but mm. through me, you know, going through my activation sequence and then my Venus sequence, especially, um, and then, you know, the pearl it's completely transformed the way that I'm showing up in all areas of my life. And I, you know, it can be scary because we start to, you know, when you embody this contemplative approach, you do start to question a lot of the, you know, beliefs, a lot of the ways that things have been Mm -hmm. done, you know, a lot of the ways that we're doing things currently, you know, because you start to see, oh, okay, maybe there's actually a better way. Maybe it doesn't have to be this way, Mm -hmm. you know, because we also don't want to get stuck just contemplating the shadow, you know, really looking at the gifts in the cities, because that's really what it's all about, Mm -hmm. you know? So like Richard read the creator of the Gene Keys, he says like, spend you know, only 10% contemplating the shadows. Because when we contemplate the gifts, we have to contemplate the shadows because the the gifts emerge from the shadows. But if we can spend more time really contemplating the gifts in the cities and like holding that vision of the cities, of what really our highest potential is, which is within all of us, you know, that's when we'll start to create this meaningful, lasting change. And it all begins with us having that courage to, you know, shine a light in some of those dark places. Amazing. Well, Randy, do you do readings? What, um, share with the listeners a little bit about what you do, your work, and then where they can find you if they're looking to go a little deeper into this and have a guide on their journey. Where do you hang out? Absolutely. So I do do Gene Keys reading. So if you're interested you can go to my website. It's called Unlock Your Manifestation Codes. That's the reading. You'll see it on my website under the work with me. And that really is showing you how to elevate your baseline frequency using these these codes in your DNA. So those are the readings that I offer. I also, um, one of my core programs is called Chart Reading Mastery. And so I guide people to utilizing human design and the gene keys in their readings and understand how they can do that in a way that is authentic to them and that expresses it in a way that is in integrity with both of these systems. So um, if you're interested in either of those or any of the other ways to work with me, you can go to my website, which is randylee.net or follow me on Instagram. It's I am Randy Lee and I would love to connect with you and hear how this resonated for you. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here, for taking the time to have this conversation today. I really appreciate it. And we will tag or link all of Randy's information in the show notes. So for anyone who's listening, you can scroll down and find the links there. Thank you so much, Shelby.